all. So we are still going on our Wednesday schedule. We're on a roll. I'm loving it. It's awesome because our listens, I can like look at the stats and everything. Everything's going up. And I feel like we're getting more tried and true listeners now that we're on our every Wednesday schedule. Um, it's awesome. So I know I keep saying we're going to have guests and we are, I promise you, I'm just waiting for us to get approved on iTunes. I need to check in on that. I want our first, um, podcast on iTunes to be like sick and already like the group of women that have participated and signed up, whether it's life coaching or on a retreat that are part of this Munson tribe are just so freaking awesome that, the content that they can provide through interviews with them is going to be amazing. So keep looking out for that. I'm going to keep you guys posted. Um, today's podcast is going to be crazy. We're going to talk about two things and two things only. And they don't really connect, but I can't help it. It's what is on top of my head, on top of my heart today. So we're going with it. And that is yoga and the World Cup. Yes, we're talking those two things. So we're saving World Cup for last because I like geek out when I talk about it. But let's talk yoga. So I've had, um, I had like a really challenging week. I think um, the end of last week and beginning of this week. And I think the, the reason being is that, you know, when you're starting your own company, it's a really lonely process. And I think when I started months on, I thought to myself, well, it's, there's no way it's going to be lonely. I have my sisters helping me out. And I'm creating a space for women to come together. Like, that's amazing. How can one be lonely in a situation like that? But there are, outside of my life coaching sessions and retreats, I'm solo. I'm doing this solo. And everything falls on me. And, you know, I think I was naive just starting this whole process of, like, not recognizing that one real factor. And, um... I had a couple of just situations where, you know, when I was in New York in sales, it's pretty individualized and lonely as well. But in reality, you know, in hindsight, looking back, I had a marketing team. I had a planner who was supporting me. I had like a manager who wanted me to succeed, you know, often putting the pressure on, but like ultimately wanted the team to succeed. So you still had like that sense of camaraderie. Also, like when you are executing campaigns or projects with your clients, maybe it's because I'm on the sales side, I'm not sure, but like for me, that was a very collaborative experience and we worked together to accomplish what we wanted. So like the past week or so, I've had issues where I, you know, contracting out different bits and pieces of my business and without getting into specifics, but you know, there were multiple instances where I was like, hey, can can you help me? Can you throw me a bone? Can we work something out together? Um, and very quickly, I realized uh, the answer to that is no. Um, we're not on the same team. You know, it's strictly transactional in business. And for me, it was a really hard pill to swallow. I think... Um, partially because there is so much going on. I'm kind of like looking left and right, like who can help me? How can they help me? And realizing that um, people are at times very transactional and that's, you know, their prerogative. I'm not even judging it. 
Um, I'm just judging the fact that it was a wake-up call for me. So like, well, this business is all about helping women shine their brightest and we do it through vacations and exercise and life coaching. And also it's just sort of a mantra that I live by. That's how Munson came about is I was born and raised in a family of all women and we help and empower each other. And so it's something that a practice or a way of living that I take with me through every facet of life. If there's a female entrepreneur, if there's a female anybody that says, hey, can you help me with this? What do you think of this? Bam, I'm doing it hands down. And so for me, having those experiences this past week and realizing, oh, that's right, Georgia, that's your belief, that's your value, that doesn't mean it has to be other people's values. It was hard to swallow. And my knee-jerk reaction was to kind of like shut down, not work with those people anymore, um, and sort of just like peace out. However, I was able to kind of come full circle on the process going back to all of the things and valuable philosophies that I learned during my yoga certification. So um, one of the things about the yoga certification is this non-judgment. Um, and just because someone doesn't believe or have the same values as you does not mean that they're bad. Um, Sometimes it does mean you're going to clash and maybe not click or maybe not be great business partners or, you know, good people to work together, but you need to remove yourself from the equation and the way to remove yourself from the equation, which we kind of talked about last week about following your intuition is to get clarity. And how do you get clarity? Well, for me, it's yoga. So I got my yoga certification a while ago. It was an intensive eight-week program. I know I've talked about it on other podcasts. Um, but ever since then, I haven't practiced it, which is, like, so bad. Because it was so beneficial about, like, what is holding me back. And um, one of the pieces of the life coaching community is that I'm always getting coached by a peer. Um, it's a good outlet to just run things by someone else that's a life coach and just also gain that guidance. So I had a great life coaching experience um, with my coach, Colleen. And I will say that I know that yoga is so valuable. And after this past week, I knew I needed to get back into my yoga practice because I borderline wanted to murder. <laughs> I was just ready to fire and stop working with a bunch of people. Um, I couldn't hold my tongue. I was speaking, you know, pretty harshly. And um, I just had no understanding and was not able to see the other person's perspective. And it really, really hurt my feelings that these people that I was turning to for help during this process of starting a company um, really just weren't budging or working with me. And I thought we had a partnership going on because my value as a salesperson and work ethic that I've had in the past is you collaborate and work together so that everyone feels valued and heard. And you usually get the best results that way. But just because that's my value doesn't mean other companies have to work that way. 
Um, so talking with Colleen, I knew all along, okay, I need to get yoga into my life. I need to get back to my root. Yoga always makes me feel centered. It makes me feel connected to those around me. It also gives me so much clarity as far as next steps, solutions, coming up, you know, problem solving, all that stuff. So it's like, I know this, but why am I not practicing it? And we had a really great session. And one of the reasons or things that we came up with was I had such a magical experience at Yoga Path. I made friends. I loved my yoga instructors. It was such a safe environment that I was able to go there and get into these meditative states and like open up my brain and my heart to really experience the process of yoga. And what's been happening since then is I'm just willy-nilly going to these other yoga studios and not feeling that connection or safe, the safe environment to really get that peace that I need. Um, and so it was just so nice to kind of talk it out with my life coach. And the solution that we came up with is, one, I have gone to my um, dad's girlfriend's yoga class. So she does Iyengar yoga. For those of you that don't know what it is, it's basically yoga with props. So you're really getting into the yoga postures in like a deeper, um, almost like safer way by using all of these props. Um, you're just like getting into the positions um, regardless of your level, but also getting into them in a more deeper way. It's really cool and I really like it. Um, and I just, she's the only other yoga class that I've been to since my yoga path experience. And it's, it was amazing. I walked away with more clarity. I felt more centered. My body felt good. Um, so one of the plans that I came up with, with Colleen is one to definitely attend my dad's girlfriend's classes. It's every Monday night. I'm going to go to that. Two, um, because I haven't really found a studio that resonates with me and I'm kind of going back and forth and traveling a lot, is to start just doing the yoga practice and the yoga sequence that I know on my own at home to gain that clarity, come back to my root chakra, um, and feel sturdy and true. And that way, when my values aren't matching someone else's or my values are feeling threatened, I'm not losing my brain over it. I'm letting it go and I'm carrying on. So um, that's my first tidbit. And it really just speaks to the value, one, of life coaching. I knew I needed yoga. I was having a block. I couldn't figure it out. And Colleen got me through it. And that's what life coaching does. So that's a good example of what life coaching is. Two, the value of yoga. I know that yoga helps me connect to the universe and to other people and to my values, um, and it gives me clarity. So that's like my form of meditation, and it really speaks to the fact that yoga is not just about exercising. It is about so much more. It is the philosophy. It is the mental clarity that you get from it. Now we're going to move on to the World Cup because I love the World Cup. For those of you who don't know, I have been titled a soccer dork before. I played soccer all growing up. I played in college. I love soccer. Um, but, like, I love it 
I love it more than like even playing it. Like being a spectator of soccer, it's my favorite thing to watch, especially the World Cup. The World Cup is basically the Olympics of soccer in the sense that it's every four years, it's the best of the best in the world, um, and you see the best talent that you've ever seen. So, World Cup's going on. Also, just side note, I equally love the Men's World Cup and the Women's World Cup. Technically, if I really if you really had to push me, I would say that I love the Women's World Cup more because it's always so fun and exciting to see um the the level of soccer every 4 years in women's soccer elevates like so much that's so drastic. It's really fun to watch and see. Also, like the Women's World Cup, there's more of like this team strategy and camaraderie, which also brings me back to the Men's World Cup. So the Men's World Cup the U.S. men's national team is not in it, which everyone knows. If you don't, they're not in it. Um, I thought it would affect the way I feel about the World Cup this year, but it does not. It's almost like I don't even realize. I almost feel like oddly prouder and more relieved to watch the World Cup without the men's team because um, it's not embarrassing. <laughs> that sounds terrible. But like... I don't know. Last World Cup, the men were in it. It was awesome. And then ever since that World Cup, like, they just started to dwindle and, like, get worse and worse as the years went on. I don't know what happened. But that's besides the point. So, basically, the games, it's in Russia this year. The games are at 8 a.m., 11 a.m., and 2 p.m. We're still in just the preliminaries, but, like, I'm addicted. I can't help myself. Here is the recap for those of you who don't follow soccer, which I feel like none of you do. And maybe next week I'll continue to recap you. Okay, so it's the preliminary. So it's just kind of like the knockout round before you get to the next. So there's um, the different groups. There's four teams in each group. And, like, the top teams move on to the next bracket. The teams to watch. If you are from the U.S. and you don't have like an affiliation with any other country I would say root for Iceland they were just recently on the Sports Illustrated cover of Sports Illustrated they are extremely hot so they're good looking guys so that's a fun reason to watch but the other reason is like they're the quintessential underdog it's the first time they qualified for the World Cup they're actually like super talented and competing with the best of the best in the world they tied Argentina who has Messi one of the best players they have like this really fun strategy which a lot of bad teams have this strategy where they like drop back and play really good defense and then they'll just randomly kick the ball up the field and like pray to get a goal. However, I'll say this about Iceland. Their defense is impeccable. They all drop back, but they're actually all really good at it. Like they're very strategized about it. It's not just like everyone dropping back. It's like they're very um, tactful about the way that they play defense. Then once they do counter and kick the ball um, up the field, okay, breaking it down into like layman's terms, once they're up there, they're actually really good. So like usually teams will just like willy-nilly kick it up there and then they like pray that something great happens. Like once the ball is on the on these guys' foot, they're super tactful. They're very, very fast and they're so smart about it that it's – 
ends up being so fun to watch. It's so cool to watch. The other fun fact about them is like Iceland's obviously like the smallest country. So like the amount, the population, okay, this stat might be a little off, but the population of Iceland is equivalent to the amount of youth players that sign up for youth soccer in Argentina. Okay, so like think of how small of a pool of talent Iceland has and they have qualified for the World Cup and they are doing so well. And it's not like a fluke that they qualified. They're good. So definitely watch them. And they're also like that fun, like up and coming underdog story. Like the coach is a dentist. The goalie is like a filmmaker. Like so they have like other jobs. Like it's just super cool. I love them to watch. The other teams that I'm like into is of course I love watching Argentina because they have Messi and Messi's like the bomb. Um, the other team I love Portugal to watch Ronaldo and then like the other two head honchos would be Brazil they have Neymar they're so tactful and beautiful and how they play um and then same for Spain Spain's team is like stacked however they like tied their opening game so that's the coolest part is like you have these teams that are so stacked but you actually never know what's going to happen on any given game um yeah so that is my roundup, yoga, life coaching mixed in there, and then World Cup. Yeah. Also, so our retreat's coming up. I'm going to end with like a summary of our retreats, but we're going to be in Portugal, Comporta, Portugal. It's our first seven-day retreat. I'm super excited about it. It's actually a small group of girls, so we did not sell out. We have a couple spots left if anyone wants to sign up. But I'm actually really happy with the number because it's seven days. So I want to make sure that I'm giving everyone the personal attention that they need. And seven days is a lot of days. So for our first seven-day retreat, I'm really happy with the number that we have. Um, and we're going to be in Portugal during the World Cup finals. Yes. What if Portugal is in the finals? How cool would that be? I don't think it's going to happen, but still. Um so we have that. Then we go to Cape Elizabeth, Maine, end of August. This property that we have is like the quintessential New England, sorry, I was about to say New York, quintessential New England property. It's on the water. It has a pool. It's decorated just like so traditionally and gorgeously. I'm really excited. Um, we have Michelle Adams, like a huge influencer coming to that one, which I'm excited about. And then we have da, 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 brought to you by popular demand, a mother daughter retreat in Newport, Rhode Island. You guys asked for it. We're delivering. It's going to be awesome. Grab your mom, grab your daughter, come to Newport. It's other mother daughter duos. We're going to still have the same structure of like the fitness guru, the personal chef. We're going to have fun activities. Moms can bond with other moms. Daughters can bond with other daughters. Everyone can mingle and bond together. Um, it's going to be so fun and awesome. So I'm going to leave you with that. Check out our retreats on our retreats page on the website, monsunretreats.com. And I will keep you guys posted on the next time that we're up on iTunes. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.